Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Proud to be a brain, rivers, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Check, check, the base, cosine, inverse, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. I never knew the brain could be so sexy. Hey, uh, welcome to another episode of Nerd Pit. I'm Don. And I'm Matt. Uh, yeah, that's so... This is going up a little bit later than usual. We had a long Labor Day weekend. Um, both my Matt and myself. Uh, how was your Labor Day weekend? It was awesome. I got food poisoning. I was bedridden for a few days. Really sucked. Sounds like you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, it was horrible. I couldn't keep anything down. Really bad. I think it was from Chinese food, so if you eat Chinese food, watch out. Did you... Uh, question for you. Did you eat the, that Chinese buffet by your house? No. I okay. love that place. You you what? I love that place. You love that place? That place is horrible. I don't know if we're talking about the same buffet, but my place is awesome. The one by Best Buy? Nope, not that one. That one's horrible. Yeah. If the meat comes out great, then it's not good meat. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the general consensus with that place. It's yep. just... Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Um, I myself, I had a pretty decent weekend. Pretty decent weekend myself. Um, it was my mom's birthday as well as Labor Day weekend, so... Did a lot of stuff this past weekend. What did you do for her? Uh, Monday, my sister and I, we had a little family dinner. We had a little family dinner at a deep dish pizza place here in Chicago. Uh, so, it's my mom. My mom loves deep dish pizza, so... This made sense. What's the place? Uh, Giordano's. Can we include that in the story? Huh? Can I guess we could include that in the story, but I mean, they're not paying us, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, just saying. Um, and aside from that, um, Sunday had a pretty decent solid day as well. Uh, finally got to watch Lord of the Rings, so... Best three hours of your life, or what? You know, it, it, it was... I didn't fall asleep in the first 15 minutes this time, so, you know... It was, I gotta say, it was good. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's not, it's not like furries or anything, but it's not like something you're really into. Like, now I understand a lot of, like, Kevin Smith's things were like, why didn't they just send the Raven to drop off the ring? But no. So, it was, uh, it, it was good. Um, then after that, got to, went to a barbecue with a couple buddies and discovered this pretty awesome, uh, board game called Viva Luchador. Oh, at the barbecue? Yeah. So it's like a dice, it's a luchador dice game, which is pretty cool. And like it comes complete with like a little ring as well that you like roll the dice in. That's pretty cool, like a, a boxing ring, like yeah. a wrestling ring. Yeah, like yeah. a wrestling ring. Because what I thought was an actual like ring ring, like you wear on your finger. No. So like what's cool about it is too is like so if you're, you get four dice that you roll and like if your dice, if any, if any of your dice leave the ring, like you lose those two points that you're whatever you they were yeah so it was pretty cool uh needless to say i I, like first time playing it i won i was like awesome we did uh tag teams which was me and my partner so her and i both just like dominated that game yeah and then uh (coughs) yeah that that, i think that was like pretty much up my weekend it's pretty cool that's cool you got out a little bit yeah did did you get labor day off I did have Labor Day off. It's weird because a lot of people don't get Labor Day off. Yeah, I know. A.K.A. retail. I know. It's funny that we celebrate a day that's, you know, hey, thanks for working so hard. Take a day off. And then everywhere else it's like, nah, nah, you gotta work. It's like the first time in 11 years of working retail I had that day off. Felt so good. I finally know what they mean by three-day weekends and long weekends. Because it's like I'm getting paid even though I'm not there. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I still got paid for two, so I was like, oh, sweet. So. All $20. Yes, all $20 because, you know, slave labor. Um, so, let's uh, get in some news. It's a sad, sad way, sad, sad way to start the news out is uh, Gene Wilder, star of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, he's just also a big, big comedic actor. Uh, died at the age of 83. Um, he lived a long life, you know, starred in movies like The Producers, 
Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, like I said, Willy Wonka, and uh, Stir Crazy. So he was pretty, that's just the name of a few of his movies. He's pretty, pretty, just all around funny dude. Um, did a lot of stuff with Richard Pryor. They were, yeah, just really, really funny. Uh, he died in his home in Stanford, Connecticut. With His nephew, Jordan Perlman, said that he died of complications of Alzheimer's disease, which is really sad because, I mean, if you're familiar with Alzheimer's disease, a lot of it's like losing your memory, losing, like, forgetting a lot of things. It's a pretty, pretty bad. Sad disease, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty, pretty sad disease. Um, my grandmother had di- My grandmother had been diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's disease. When we were kids, so we know, like, I know all too well how that is. So. That's nuts. But, yeah. uh, yeah, he's, he's gonna be missed. Uh, the worst part is, is the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, how that meme became so, so popular. Yeah. The Tell Me More meme. Kids going forward are definitely not gonna know. Who yeah, they're is. never gonna know what, they're never gonna know what it means now. Yeah, so, that's, uh, that's really sad. What was your uh, favorite Gene Wilder movie? I have to say it was Willy Wonka. Because yeah. that was like one of those things. Being a fat kid, if I fantasized about it, <laughs> owning a chocolate factory. You're like, this is life. Yeah, I would love to win this over. And the elevators, like you don't ever have to walk ever again. Your elevators go upwards, downwards, sideways, vertical. It does everything. You don't have to walk. You've got an entire chocolate factory at your fingertips. Um, but right side, though. Charlie's got the chocolate factory now. Yeah. I, it's funny because I posted a meme about that like a couple days after. And I was like, too soon? <laughs> and legitimately, my, my stepdad's like, really, really dumb. Yeah. Like, God. Uh, mine would have to be Blazing Saddles. I loved anything uh, Mel Brooks and he's Blazing, Blazing I, Saddles is one of my favorites. I love Blazing Saddles too. So. But I didn't get to watch that till much later. You really like I got, I saw that as a kid. Yeah, I don't think I got into any play, uh, Mel Brooks movies until like teens. You know what's funny is uh, like I saw that as a kid, and fairly recently, like I watched it with my niece, who's eleven years old, and I'm like, how the fuck did my parents let me watch this as a child? Yeah. Like, jeez. But well, anyways. Anyways, uh, less depressing news. Zombieland 2. Yes. So, uh, screenwriters Paul Wernick and Rex Reese confirmed that they're currently working on Zombieland 2. So, they, have you ever watched uh, Kevin Smith's Geeked Out? Yes. So, they appeared on there with Kevin Smith and Greg Grunberg. Or Grunberg, is it pronounced? I don't know. Grunberg from, yeah. from Heroes? Yeah. Greg Grunberg, yeah. Yeah. All, all I know is he was in Heroes in uh, Star Wars. He was funny, too. Uh, yeah, they, hold, they have a show on AMC called Geek, Geeked Out, and they had both of them on there. Um, they actually write... Fun fact is they actually did a lot of writing on Deadpool. Yeah. So, you know, they asked for an update on Zombieland 2. And uh, here's what the report is saying. Uh, th- that is breaking... That is breaking news that we are working on Zombieland 2 right now, said Wernick and Reese. We were sitting with Woody Harrelson. We're sitting with Woody Harrelson tomorrow, and we're going to sort of walk him through all some of the stuff we want to do. All the cast is pretty excited. So, confirmation, it's happened. Script's done. Script's done. And for those who don't know Zombieland, Zombieland, what, came out what year? Uh, 2008, 2009. And it starred... It starred um, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. I was gonna say Lex Luthor. Emma, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Um, <clears throat> Woody Harrelson. I can't remember that kid's name. It's where they try to go con- cross country to where? To uh, Tallahassee. Like they're supposed to go to Tallahassee, but they end up going to California. Yeah. Well, they didn't give out each other's real names. Yeah. They only named they named themselves after destinations that they're going to. And it to. was right what, uh, during the zombie apocalypse. And if you haven't seen it, it's funny, it's scary, it's really good. I'm I'm really into it. It has a good life rules in there as well. So this is really exciting. Like, I could watch this movie in all types of moods. 
I'm yeah, it's one of my go-tos for movies. I just I always go back to it. Like I, I never get tired of it. But yeah, Bill Murray makes a zombie appearance. He wasn't a real zombie in it, though. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he wasn't a real zombie in it. He uh, disguised himself as a zombie, and it's funny because uh, Wartnick and Reese talked about that Bill Murray scene in Zombie Land, and they revealed originally the part was written for Patrick Swayze, but he got sick. Uh, that's when he got you know diagnosed with cancer and was really sick, so he, he couldn't play it. Then, you know, they offered the round to, like, 12 other different actors, including Sylvester Stallone, Kevin Bacon, Mark Hamill, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, it was funny. Bill Murray wasn't even at the top of the list for that. Yeah. Originally. So, I think I would like to see uh, another cameo in the next one from, like, you know, a celebrity, like, oh, yeah, hey, hey, it's me. Oh, crap, I'm a zombie now. I'm thinking, who would you like to see? Who would I like to see? <clears throat> that because that's that's what we're aiming here. Yeah. Um, I would like to see. I think. Because uh, it has to be like something separate from all the other actors. Um, I think I would like to see. It's got to be an iconic actor though, like Bill Murray. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. I could see that actually. Like. I, I would like to see Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellar. I was thinking more of like Danny McBride or uh, or Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, there you go. That's who Channing Tatum's like does those, does those for the hell of it. Uh, because those are seem like those are like the top names in Hollywood right now, is where you would see their faces and they're like, okay, that's this guy. Yeah. Channing Tatum definitely can see doing that. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I can't wait for the next one. Um, it's where, hopefully, Rule 32 still applies in this. So for those who are not familiar with Rule 32, it's enjoy the little things in life. Yeah. So, uh, you're, we're both fans of Incredibles, if, and if you haven't seen Incredibles yet, what the hell are you waiting for? It came out, like, ten years ago. Or what's Incredibles? The Incredibles is a movie. It's a cheesy animated movie from Disney Pixar that revolves around this family of superheroes who are pretty much living quietly because, you know, superheroes, like, just kind of can't do what they want to do in public anymore. It's it's a great movie. I it think uh, out of the first memorable scene out of the first one was uh, the superheroes get sued for saving someone's life. Yeah. A person who's trying to commit suicide. I think I talked about this during another podcast, but... Every podcast gets a new listener, right? This is true. Um, yeah, it's basically revolves around that, like you know, hey, they got to go under, they got to stop using their superpowers because you know the the government's bleeding money, like they can't do it anymore. But you know, they find their way, they find their way back into public eye because uh, essentially one of the there's a kid who's obsessed with one of the main characters. You know, always wanted to be his sidekick, and then he ends up becoming a supervillain. Yeah. So, it was a really, really cool movie. Um, it's work. They're having a new sequel that's going to go in a new direction from what, from what's been said by the director. So, what's the director's name? I forgot his. I forgot to put his name in here. I got his last name. Bird. Yeah. I think it's like Michael Bird. Okay. Uh, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Michael but, Bird yeah. says the animated film will have the same characters and feel. Bird added again, emphasizing the new direction. I mean, that's the trick with the sequel. It's repeating yourself without repeating yourself. So, you know, in the interview, he said he also wanted to change to look at the focus of the characters themselves rather than their superpowers. Powers themselves are not that interesting but the people are interesting and how they react to having those powers Bird said as for anything else in the film we'll just have to wait and see um Incredible 2's will open up June 21st 2019 so we still got a whole three years away two three yeah three yeah three <laughs> years away which kind of sucks but it took ten years to animate the first Toy Story movie jeez um Jeez, that's insane. Um, what do you think they can go, like, what kind of direction do you think they can go with? 
I think uh, the baby's going to get out of control, and it's going to spoil their identity. You see, I was thinking something like that, or something along the lines of, you know, the son trying to get out of the father's shadow. Yeah, I could see that. But, like, uh, I remember at the end of the first one, the baby was just, like, randomly going off in, like, fits on turning different yeah. uh, different elements. But you would assume that they have to age the characters as well, since yeah. that's what Pixar does with every sequel, is they age it to go along with it. So, the baby at this point would be a teenager. I don't think they age very well. You don't think they age very well? Toy Story stayed the same age. Finding Nemo stayed no, the same age. Toy Story? Toy Story, yeah. Woody and Buds were still the same age. I'm the kids? They age, but you don't really get to see them. Yeah, the toys aren't going to age because they're toys. <laughs> what are you Finding Nemo? What are you going to expect? Old Man Woody? Finding Nemo? They age a little bit. It means Finding Dory, by the way. Fin- yeah, well, the sequel of Finding Nemo is Finding Dory. Yeah. They but technically age. Mm, they would be dead by now if it's been 20 years since the first one. It's an animated universe. They can live as long as they want. Uh, cars. Cars aged. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Not at all. Yeah, they did. You high? Mon- Monsters, Inc. and Monster. They actually fucked that up. Yeah, they really did, because it was pretty Because, cool. uh, in Monsters, in Monsters, Inc., they talked about how they knew each other since, like, kindergarten. And in Monsters University, they met in college. Yeah, they really fucked that one up. So they didn't really age. Like, it sort of what they tried to go backwards and they couldn't even do that right. And they ended up fucking it up. But I think they have to, I think they're gonna have to age them. What else do we got? Alright. So we got some nice little, a nice little clip this week from, uh, from Ben Affleck himself of Deathstroke on a, uh, just like a, a shot of Deathstroke, like a little video clip of Deathstroke on a. It looks like he's on a flying fox, from what I've been read, from what I read about it. But it was confirmation that Deathstroke is going to be the main villain in the solo Batman film, which is going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, so according to the rap, Deathstroke was going to be the main villain um, in Batman's film that's going to be directed and starred, written, directed, and starred by Ben Affleck himself. So. I'm, I'm all in for it because Ben Affleck is pretty dope when it comes to directing things yeah. and writing things. Uh, he first showed, you know, the, fo- the footage on his social media channels. So he put a post on Twitter, posted it on Instagram, posted it on, on Facebook. Um, and it was shot on the set of Justice League where Affleck is currently working. But everybody thinks it's completely unrelated to it. Yeah. Um, I'm on the other hand thinking that's got to be part of the film itself. Definitely. Like, uh, he's teasing us, and he knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Because uh, everybody hates him after Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Or Batman v Superman. So. He's trying to get our, uh, trying to get our nerd boners going. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a tease. Yeah. So he's, like, slipping off the, the dress a little bit, yeah. and, he, and you're, he's like, you want to see more? Do you want to see more? If you want to see more, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to come and see my movie, Batman. Solo movie. So Untitled. Originally, they thought it was going to be kind of like an Arkham Raid. Have you ever seen the movie The Raid? Yes. So, originally, they were going to thought it was going to be like him stuck in Arkham Asylum like that. Like a Raid-style movie where he has to just fight his way out of it. Yeah. But... That seems like the Ben Affleck thing to do, though. It would. But... I'm excited. I'm more, more, and more. Everything with the DC universe, I'm more and more getting into now. Yeah. Um. So. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about Bo Kane Woodbine uh, being casted as a shocker on the set. You know, for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, this week we got a look at his shocker suit. Ooh. Um, yeah. Now, in the pictures, if you look at it, it's it kind of looks like him. It's very yellow. Um, there's not very much, like, redness to it. It looks more like a kind of, like... It's l- almost like the, the real Shocker. Yeah. They, they gave him the marble colors. Yeah. So, 
The other thing, too, we should mention is we have yet to get confirmation that Woodbine is going to be playing the Shocker himself. But everything else, you know, has been pretty much confirmed it. Like, all the leak stuff just pretty much says, yeah, this is him. Yeah. Um, so, he's wearing the classic yellow suit. It looks co- very comic accurate from head to toe. Uh, you can see things attached to his wrist. It looks like that's what he uses to shock people. Yeah, like he has his, these, that's what he uses, yeah. yeah. So... You gotta remember, Shocker was one of Spider-Man's earlier villains. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have uh, ideas, mm-hmm. so they were like, if he doesn't shoot web, what can this villain shoot? Electricity. Yeah. Um, so this is apparently going to be one of first battles, one of two battles that he's going to have. So I'm, ass- I'm guessing this is like the early concept one because, like, when he's just starting out. This one looks more like it's covered up, though. Yeah. So. Like, this seems more like, uh, it seems more like, hey, I could just throw this on and do something and run out quickly. Yeah, yeah run out of, uh, run out of view. People are not going to recognize my big yellow arms. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see more suits from him, like, the final product. I think, uh, if, once again, Marvel's got to know. I think they're going to do so much better. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of Marvel, um, their TV news, their, boy, do we got some good TV news out of them this week. Uh, they're developing a new Warriors comedy series featuring Squirrel Girl. Ooh, Squirrel Girl. Yeah. So it's going to be produced by Marvel and ABC Studios. Um, it's going to be a comedy that puts a spotlight on Squirrel Girl. And she, it's funny because, like, just recently she's become a huge fan favorite. You know who created Squirrel Girl, right? No, I do not. Who? I'm asking who? you. And if it is who I think I, it is, then we're going to have another story to tell. Really? Who created Squirrel Girl? Nope. No? Will Murray and Steve Dicko. Uh, who did you thought to create Squirrel Girl? Uh, Spider-Man writer Dan Slott. Dan Slott used to write Rens to be comics. And me and my friend had this habit of asking comic book creators, like, how did you break into Marvel? And his response was, I started as an intern, wrote Rens to be comics, and then one day they hired me on. <laughs> He's like, they were, well, actually, uh, he kept on trying to uh, get hired on for something serious because Ren Slippy was goofy mm-hmm. they wouldn't take him serious and then he wrote a, a Arkham Asylum book I think it's called Ar- Assault on Arkham and uh, it was really dark like there's rape there's everything it's about a lawyer who uh, avoids getting jail time pleads guilty and gets put into Arkham Asylum and he regrets that decision immediately and uh, and Marvel saw that and was like well, you need to write Spider-Man they ended up uh, having him write Spider-Man for the last, like, seven years or so. That's pretty awesome. That is really awesome. So, like, he, di- he did one thing out of, his, out of his usual and got noticed really quick. It's like, that's what you have to do. You just have to suck a lot of dick in life is what it sounds like to me. He is pretty nerdy. <laughs> um, but anyways, going back to this. So, it is going to be a half-hour series that won't air appear on ABC... Um, they plan on shipping it around to both cable and streaming services. So it's kind of a sign that maybe it's going to be a little bit darker in tone compared to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is way too PG. Yeah. Um, so it's described as the junior version of the Avengers. The New Warriors are a superhero squad made up of teenagers, one of whom would include Doreen Green, a.k.a. Squirrel Girl. So I'm kind of interested to know because there's someone who's already uh, there's someone who's already been petitioning pretty hard to play Squirrel Girl yeah um, I think it's Anna Kendrick if I'm not mistaken oh that's pretty cool I can see that yeah she's been petitioning pretty hard to play Squirrel Girl yeah like she's like yeah like even before this was announced even before this was announced she's like I want to be Squirrel Girl like Marvel make this happen so yeah. I'm okay with her being that. Like, if, if they cast her for us, I think that's, like, perfect casting. What about you? Anna Kendrick? Yeah, yeah. she looks like a squirrel. <laughs> she looks like a squirrel? Yep. Does, like, little bucky teeth or... Yep, and her nose, her face. Everything looks like a ghost to her nose. Makes sense. It's not uh, bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but... What else? So, even bigger news. 
Holy shit, did you read this this week? What is that? Bill Nye the Science Guy lands a Netflix talk show. I did read about that. Tell me more. So scientist Bill Nye landed a Netflix talk show that's set to launch in the spring of 2017. Uh, The streaming network announced this past Wednesday. It's called Bill Nye Saves the World. And to explore science and its impact on politics, society, and pop culture. Which is uh, actually interesting. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm already sold in. Each episode of the series will tackle a topic from scientific point of view, uh, dispelling myths and refuting anti-scientific claims that may be imposed by politicians, religious leaders, and titans of the industry. So, Bill Nye was quoted as saying, Since the start of uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy show, I've been on a mission to change the world by getting people everywhere excited about the fundamental ideas of science. Today, I'm excited to be working with Netflix on a new show where we'll discuss complex scientific issues facing us today with episodes on vaccinations, genetically modified foods, and climate change. With the right science and good writing, we'll do our best to enlighten and entertain our audience, and perhaps we'll change the world a little bit. He captivated me as a kid. I fucking can't wait. I fucking loved his show as a kid. Like... I would come home early from school, and just I'd get that built, 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 build, 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 the science guy, and I'm like, yes, like, sign me the fuck up. Do you think they'll bring back the theme? Probably not. Probably not. Because they don't, they don't want to get that old show reminisce. Yeah. They want to get it with the times. They want to get hip with it. Only they... us old people like that thing. Yeah, we are pretty fucking old. What year did Bill Nye the Science Guy come out? 1994. You think so? Yep. Uh, I'm taking a wild guess on that one. Do you, do you want to... Let's, let's put a wager on it. I see 1994. What do you say? 92. And you're saying 92? So let's do this real quick. Bill... Let's Google this real quick. Because this is great, right? Yeah. 93 to 98... Oh! So Price is Right rules? You win. win, bitch. <laughs> Fair enough. Man, it went for five fucking years. Yeah. I remember watching, like, a whole bunch of that. It was so fucking good. Yeah. In fact, when I was in, uh, sixth grade, we had to watch it. Like, we had to watch it in our science class. The teacher would just, like, press play and, like, fall asleep in the back of the class? Probably, yeah. Oh my god, I went to this college and this teacher actually did that. He'd, we would have two hour classes. Mm-hmm. Teacher would press play in a movie and then we'd catch him dozing off in his chair. <laughs> it sounds like me if I was a teacher, honestly. Ridiculous. Uh, paid $2,000 per class. Jeez. You paid $2,000 to watch the movies. Yep. How does that make you feel? Horrible, because he YouTubed every movie we watched. So, anyways, uh, let's move on a little bit. This is some pretty interesting news. Um, there's this website called fun.com. Yeah. And they've came out with a new line of, uh, a new line of, uh, like, suits that are designed by, they're DC and Marvel inspired. Like, Actual, like, like, tie suits. Yeah. Like, actual black tie suits. There's a total of 20 of them, I want to say. Um, 14 of them are designed to just look like, you know, suits, like... You know, just suits with, like, very subtle hints. Of, like, superhero? Of superhero stuff. And then there's six of them that are just flat out, like, yo, it's a Superman suit as a tuxedo. I'm looking at some of the pictures. Yeah. It's like the inside, like, felt. Yeah. Is like character patterns. Yeah. And then as you get down a little bit more, like, look at the next picture. Like, it's just straight up Superman suit. Yeah, I can't imagine wearing that to a work meeting. Yeah, you can never wear that to a work meeting. Like, I don't even know if you could even wear that to, like, a formal event. But they're designed for men and kids. Um... They look fucking dope. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I wish I had suits like that as a kid. 
I never really had a wish for suits. As a matter of fact, I haven't, I haven't owned more than one dress shirt until this new job. I gave you a bunch of mines. Yeah. Like... It's because you got fat. Yeah, pretty much. Well, this Joker suit, he really looks like the Joker. Yeah. I would buy that. Like, I would buy that Joker suit. It looks pretty dope, and there's a Riddler suit that's just... Holy shit. So, I would get... I would definitely want to get one of these. Um, there hasn't been a price point set for it, but they look fucking amazing. These prices are going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Especially with the licensing. I guarantee you $600. At the minimal. At the minimal. Like, that's my thought process. What about you? What do you think? How much are you, how much do you think they're going to cost? Mm, I'd say close to 2000 Close to 10000 A 1000 1000 10000 right. for a fucking suit. I say close to 1000 because it's not just the coat, and it's not just the vest, it's not just the shirt. Getting the tie, you're getting the... The pants, you're getting the shoes, you get the works. Yeah. And all these are, um, like, you basically send your measurements. Yeah. And they're tailor-made. So. Nuts. They're going to be pretty pricey. But. I want to be that billion-dollar CEO that wears one of these suits into the office. Because, you know, you can't fire a CEO yeah. with a suit. So it's like. You can't fire your CEO for wearing a suit that he wants to wear. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you going to do to a CEO? Like, pfft. Who signs your paychecks? Me. So, I'm super interested in those. Um, we've got some other interesting comic book news this, that's coming out. Uh, in December, we're going to have Justice League versus Suicide Squad. So, Which probably has to do with the two movies that were just released. Yeah. Um, they released a promo image for it in which you see Batman wearing Deadshot's, Deadshot's eye and holding a sword. And then uh, Harley Quinn, they're like both like side by side. And you see a couple of the bodies of like. Harley members. Quinn's wearing uh, Katana's mask though. Yeah, that's right. I didn't even notice that. Good guy, good eye. Which is weird, and I see a whip. Yeah. I think that's uh, Wonder Woman's lasso. And then they're uh, they're like shoulder to shoulder. They're not like against each other. Yeah. So they're buddy buddy in this. Which is interesting because maybe Deadshot's dressed up as Batman. Maybe. I'm interested, super interested in it from the promo image, but like there wasn't too much information that was handed out. Um, we do know that the miniseries is going to last for six issues, two issues that are going to be released in December, and then the four additional issues that will be released in January of 2017. Um, Joshua Williamson will be writing it, and Jeff Johns has his hands on it as well. So if anyone's familiar with Jeff Johns, we've talked about him before. He's the head of the DCEU, so anything that's in the entertainment universe for DCEU... Blackest Night, Flashpoint. Yeah. He did, he did a lot of good... He does a lot of good shit. So. Uh, so, the Wall Street Journal, which had this, had this, described the series as Batman... Batman questioning the need for Waller's Task Force... Uh, Amanda Waller's Task Force S in a world where Justice League already exists. Williams... And Williamson added, Batman decides to put a stop to it. He also added that Batman and Amanda Waller are going to be the main focus of the story, with spotlights on uh, other characters such as Killer Frost, Deadshot, and, unspec- and an unspecified common enemy that's shared between both teams. Hmm. So, that got my mind racing, thinking of who that could possibly be. Um, first thought that came out of my head is Joker. No, no, I don't think so. You don't think Joker? No, because that's not a common enemy. So unless if Joker did everyone on the Suicide Squad wrong, which could possibly be true, because he's, he's the fucking Joker. He took uh, he took Carly and left everyone else to die. Um, I would also think the law. The who? The law. The government yeah. is against both of them. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for this. It looked, the promo image looks really, really good. I'm going to guess with the Joker as the main as the main enemy for this whole thing. Yeah? Yeah. That's my thought process. Um, yeah, it looks pretty I, th- I think it's the government. You think it's government? Yeah. So, in other news, uh, we had some pretty interesting gaming news that came out this past week. 
Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 vanished from Xbox One's game store. Japanese game store? Japanese game store, yes. From, from Xbox Japan. So, so when Xbox, Xbox users finally think they get a good game, such as uh, Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. gets torn away from them in the middle of the night. Yep. Uh, it was on there for, it was on there f- like one day and then just the next day, poof. Um, and people who use Wayback Machine, which is, you know, what you can see, yeah. where you can see it, um, you know, they could still see it on there, but like it was no longer available. But people who attempted to go to like the main page for Kingdom Hearts 3 on, on, website, on the website were just led to an, an error page. So, it's pretty interesting. I guess, uh, one of the things that people were talking about was that um, there's a lot of issue with Xbox One sales in Japan and they've been horrible in terms of sales. So a lot of th- a lot of thought processes maybe Square Onyx, the creators of Kingdom Hearts, just decided to like ditch it entirely for Japan. Yeah, it sucked trying to invest so much money into this game and then getting it back to dump in a five dollar bill. Yeah. So, it kind of sucks for those in Japan because that now they're now they're just gonna have to like get it imported from like here or something. Yeah. Because it's still available, like it still shows up available in the U.S. stores. That's nuts. What do you think about this? Like, if if you were to pre-order a game, and then like, hey, next day it's just like off the off the market itself. What would you like do? I'd be pissed. I'd be so fucking pissed. Like, thing is, you don't know who you're gonna be mad at. Xbox because their sales aren't doing too good, or Square Enix who who is like your sales aren't doing too good. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, you gotta be pissed off at both companies, because, like, you're depriving... Like, yeah, you may have a smaller fan base for that platform. Yeah. But you're now you're just depriving those fans of that game. And that's just... That's no fun for everyone involved. Because now... You know, now people are gonna have to, like, buy this, like, overseas and get it imported and have to mod their Xbox... Because people who play Kingdom Hearts, I mean, they play that shit for realsies. Yeah. So, um, more interesting enough, we got a new look at a Nintendo 3DS XL that's coming this week. It's a new color. It's the Galaxy Style, so it's a design. Yes, it's a new design. Galaxy Style is not a color. Whatever. Uh, it is a new design for the Nintendo 3DS XL. It's galaxy based and holy shit is it amazing. Like it is beautiful. It's like purplish with yeah. galaxy in the front of it. It's like I'm huge into space shit. Like I love night skies and things like that. So like for me this is you like, like guys? Night skies. Oh. I I know you like to hear what you want to hear. Because you know, you you want the D, but whatever. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm into night skies. I'm into like galaxy, like the cluster of stars and whatnot. That's my favorite. Like, I love that stuff. So this is definitely on my uh, wish list. That's cool. Um, I got my later uh, Majora's Mask 3DS. Can't really replace that guy. Yeah, you can't really replace that either. I I like it too much. I wish it was the the Triforce, but I could do it with the Majora's Mask. So it is going to be two hundred dollars USD. Um, like I said, my thoughts on the style is just, fuck yes, I'm, I, I want this now. Actually, I know a couple of other people who would want this too. Like, it's fucking dope. Uh, so, I, so, Pokemon News. Pokemon Go? Yeah. What is Pokemon News in general? It says Pokemon Go. Whatever. Eevee coming to Build-A-Bear's workshops. Yes. Are you a Eevee fan? Oh! Uh, do you even know what the fuck Eevee is? It's the little fox cat looking thing. It's the one that turns into the different types. Starting September 1st, you can pick up an Eevee build a bear. You were um you were an Eevee pair recently, right? I went there Saturday. So that was after September 1st. Did you see it? Uh, I saw the display, but they were sold out. Uh, but my daughter wasn't there for that one. She was there for another one. Happy Princess. Happy Princesses? Something, something. And it was a Disney princess bear with a Disney crown that lights up 
and her feet had Disney princess photos stitched to it. So she was the real girl girl out of this. Um, according to the guy who sold us the Build-A-Bear, I asked about the EV1s, and they were like, we only got 28 that came in, and we were out by day two. Wow. So, uh, but if you're interested in hunting this little fucker down, uh, $28. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't buy the outfits in store. You have to go online and buy them. They don't carry the sound card or the outfit. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, that's okay. However, they had a billion Pikachus. Yeah, like, I actually wanted to get one of the Pikachus there. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to get one of the Pikachus. But like, I, I picked up Pikachu, and my daughter picked up the Disney bear thing, and I was like, Pikachu! It's like, Disney bear! I was like, oh, fuck. I think I'm going to, like, uh, drag my niece there just so I can get a Pikachu. And I don't look creepy. Ever by two? Yeah. Ever by two, just because you, she likes two Pikachus. Like, man, you really like Build-A-Bear. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was nuts, too. Actually, like, to be fair, like, she has a... So my niece has, like, a huge collection of Build-A-Bear stuff. So does my daughter. She's got, like, four. So it's funny, because, like, one time I was in the hospital, and she went to Build-A-Bear, and she got, like, a Iron Man Build-A-Bear. And, like, she brought it to me in the hospital. Yeah, that's awesome. She's dope. My niece is dope. Uh, my daughter's got, like, a collection of four big ones and, like, a bunch of the little ones. Apparently, like, they have these mini ones. She has a ton of these little fuckers. The thing is, if they break, if some, they tear or something, I take it back, and they're like, oh, lifetime warranty. Yeah, we'll yeah. fix it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. This isn't the first time, you know, I mean, Eevee's been used in multiple lines of Japanese merchandising, uh, often wearing outfits based on its different evolutions. Yeah, I see what they did there. Yep. That's uh, very common in the Pokemon world. You like bluer. Trying to be witty, you asshole. You can't use a joke that's been used. It's like being that one guy when you're checking out, like, oh, it doesn't ring out, must be free. <laughs> God, that's the fucking worst. Oh, <laughs> I'm that guy? Yep, you just officially became Ah, damn it. Alright. Uh, anyways, Bill Bear got into Pokemon last year when they released a Pikachu with two different outfits um, a, Charizard, a Charizard costume and an outfit based on a Pokeball. But she actually had there. They had the outfit um, based on Pokemon. That's pretty cool. <coughs> so will you be getting Eevee anytime soon or no? I'm not going to lie. Probably not. No? That's a hoarder's impulse to collect a stuff anyway. Like, it's... I'm never going to play with it. It's just going to sit on my shelf. Collect us. Eh. You got a friend or two who would like him. So... A friend or two? It's not... Like... I would like it. No, a friend or two. <laughs> Are they chicks too? Chicks who does he sleep with plushies? He's like in the furry community, so there's that. What else do we got for Pokemon? Uh, we're getting a buddy system. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Yep. So you're going to be able to. <coughs> Sorry about that. Or. You will be able to pick your favorite Pokemon from your collection and become best friends with them, allowing you to earn in-game rewards. The buddy Pokemon will, appear, will appear next to your trainer on the profile screen and can be switched at any time. Uh, details like whether or not buddy Pokemon can help you catch other Pokemon are scarce at the moment, but Niantic promised the buddy system will go live soon. I think the buddy is going to pick up random items. Mm-hmm. As well as, uh, he will develop candies. Whether it's his candies or other Pokemon's candies, I have a feeling, like, something's gonna happen to help you build up your team to encourage you to use the buddy system. Of course. I mean, that, that's, like, without a doubt, it's gonna, that's gonna be the way to doing it. Um, I think that's gonna be def- fantastic for, like, people who are, especially people who are outside of, like, there's not a lot of area stuff. Yeah. So, like, if you have a buddy Pokemon who finds random things on the street, like, hey, that's pretty dope. That and, uh, you'll get, uh, I guess it's going to be, like, Pokemon Gold and Silver, where they made you do this Pokewalker. Ah. And you could find random Pokemon that way, too. That's pretty cool. Which was pretty cool. Like, you could build up that one Pokemon. I'm okay with that. I don't really have much to say on this anymore, because... 
So we don't end the show eruptively again, like we did last week. Yeah. We're going to play this game. Okay. Marvel or DC, do you know what actor played your favorite superhero? Okay. Are, are you going to quiz me? Well, we're both being quizzed because okay. I can't see the answers. Okay. And this is exactly what I was looking for. Okay. Let's do this. First one. Which franchise has Ryan Reynolds been a part of? Marvel, DC, both or neither? Both. It's pretty fucking easy. Can you name them? Uh, I can name all three. Sure. Yeah. So, Deadpool, Green Lantern, Blade Trinity. Yeah, and you forgot uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. True, sure, but... I mean, I figured Deadpool did tie it all How fucking old is this? 2015, so this was before Deadpool. How about this one? On the next person, which one of these franchises has legendary actor Marlon Brando been a part of? Uh, DC. DC? Yep. Yeah, I think it was Superman. Yeah. It was uh, Superman, uh, Superman and Superman Returns. How about actor Tim Robbins, the guy notably for Shawshank Redemption? Oh, fuck. Marvel, maybe? Uh, That's a tough one. I'm going to say DC, but we'll get Marvel. Ooh. It was DC. It was the Green Lantern. Really? Nobody nobody fucking remembers that movie. Nobody remembers that movie, really. What did he do in fucking Green Lantern? Oh, wait, that's right. He was uh, the father. Oh, he played Green Lantern instead? Yeah. Okay. How is... about Norman Reedus? Uh, Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Norman Reedus of The Walking Dead fame. Yeah. He was in Blade 2. Okay, you got that corrected. It was Blade 2. Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I'm going to say neither. Constantine. Oh, that's right. He did play John Constantine. I didn't... That's no, right. I forgot all about Constantine. I forgot about that movie. Fuck. I can't believe I fucked that one up. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Okay, that's... Uh, he's going to be in DC. So, that, I know that much for sure. Was he in Marvel? I don't remember him in anything Marvel. I'm going to say neither. So... Answer is though he's been in talks to play Steve Trevor. Yeah. He hasn't done anything yet, so neither. So I know he's in gonna be a Wonder Woman. Daniel Day Kim? Uh shit. Marvel. Marvel? Uh I'll go with the on one, Marvel. Uh he plays one of the villains in one of the Hawk movies. An English Hawk or? I don't remember. I don't remember him in uh, Incredible Hulk. Now we have to look this up. Filling time, filling time, filling time while Matt Googles. You know, you have perfectly working devices in front of you. Yeah, I have like three sitting right in front of me, and I'm just like, let me watch you guys talking. Let me, let me just interrupt the guy who has the computer with the quiz on him. Apparently, he was in Spider Man 2 in 2004. Really? But he doesn't mention that in this quiz. It's I don't remember that at all. It's full of secrets and lies. Hulk, 2003, so he played... So, yeah, Angly Hulk. Yeah, so the Hulk that doesn't count, but we can talk about Spider-Man. So, either way, he was in the Marvel Universe. In the Marvel movie some way, no, another. Here's a good one. Andrew Lincoln. Of the Walking Dead Friday thing. Uh, I'm going to say neither. Mm, that's it. Neither. Uh, Although, he's been in considered for legendary character of Batman to Mr. Fantastic. Hasn't taken any superhero roles yet. I'm surprised, really. Yeah, he's a good actor, too. Yeah. Like, he has a real-life accent that he hides really well. Carl! In, the, in that hillbilly uh, accent he yeah. plays. Hugo Weaven? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Marvel. Marvel. B for Vendetta. Oh, that's right. He did play... Uh... Why did you say Marvel? Uh, he was in Marvel as well. He plays uh, Red Skull. Did he do Red Skull? Yeah. Man, this quiz is really funny. This quiz is horrible. Let's see. 
Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Agent Smith and the Matrix trilogy. I didn't know that. I'm shocked. You didn't know he was in, uh... You didn't know he was in Red Skull? No, I didn't know that he played Agent Smith. Yeah. He's in the Lord of the Rings, all three of them. Yeah. V for Vendetta, Transformers, the tender book. I should have known the V for Vendetta thing, too, because uh, when I was watching... When we were watching uh, Lord of the Rings, I was like, hey, that's... like. I'm like, hey, that's the guy who plays Agent Smith, and that's the guy who plays, uh, Red Skull. And she's like, oh yeah, he's also on V for Vendetta. It's like, he, I didn't know that. He did, uh, Captain America. He played in Transformers. He played in Happy Feet. This guy's just all over the place. Yeah, Hugo Weems all over the place. Man, he lived a nerdy life right there. He, he's like the alpha nerd of acting. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh... Fuck. I want to say Marvel. I, I want to say Marvel. Nope, nope. Neither. Neither. We can only hope. Someday, guys. We kind of did pretty shitty on this. No, we got two out of what seventeen. Wasn't that bad? Two out of seven. Yeah. Two out of seven. Yeah, two wrong out of seven. Two wrong out of seven. Okay. So that's not bad. Although some of these were like, they needed to be updated. That's like, you're a sidekick. You didn't know most about the superheroes? Yeah, we gotta build our own quest. Fuck this. Yeah. This is like, we, we could... Man, let's, let's do this. Let's make the uh, ultimate, like, quiz. Geek actor movie quiz. I'm in. Let's do it. We won't add Walking Dead characters who have not been in either. Yep. Thank you very much. And that would do it for today's show. This week's show. Uh, follow us on Facebook, NerdPit Podcast. Um, Twitter as well. You can just use the hashtag NerdPit Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at LDomBrujo. Um, you can also like me on Facebook as DomBrujo. Uh, what about you, Matt? You got any... At that Matt K on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to hang out with me. Yeah. I need some friends. Shoot him some tweets. Shoot him some dick pics. No. Have a good week. Don't be afraid of your intelligence. Shall be last and the last shall be first Proud to be a brain Reverse Cause the geek shall inherit the earth Get your geek on baby for what it's worth The first shall be last and the last shall be first Check check the base cosine inverse The geek shall inherit the earth Get your geek on baby for what it's worth The first shall be last and the last shall be first Proud to be a brain Reverse Cause the geek shall inherit the earth Get your geek on baby for what it's worth The first shall be last and the last shall be first Check check the base cosine